Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, six-tenths of the way to 100 episodes, episode 60. Got a lot of good stuff to talk about, and uh, we've developed this thing for doing these God Mode taste tests. I don't even know how this started. Was right the out of the gate. Was it the balls? Yeah. The balls right. started it yeah. all? Balls in we your mouth. tasted the balls. So we're tasting uh, the new Mountain Dew Voodoo mystery flavor. It's a limited time flavor for Halloween. Mystery no more, because we are going to solve it. We're going to tell you what We're going to solve the case. It's got a Grim Reaper made out of a pumpkin on the package. It's very scary. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, got, I'm I am a little scared, scared to, yeah, drink, to this. drink it, actually. Here we go. Mmm. That tastes like Halloween. That was it? I have no idea what this tastes like. <clears throat> it tastes like... It tastes like soda without a taste. It tastes like disappointment. <laughs> That's what you said about balls. <laughs> Same exact you know, word. It does. You know what? It, it tastes like balls. Tastes, well, which kind? <laughs> Both. Yeah, I have no idea what to Like, it literally almost doesn't have a flavor. I think they were going for... I've heard um, some person say creamsicle. I... And some person say candy corn. Candy corn, yes. I was going to guess candy corn. Because that's, you know, trademark um, of, of Halloween. A little bit, maybe, I can tell Maybe now, a I tiny bit. I hate candy corn. So, <laughs> it doesn't actually taste like candy corn. But just the thought that they are going for candy corn just disgusts me. So, <laughs> I will never you're, drink. You're down on the mountain. Do I will voodoo. never drink another one. I else. wouldn't buy it. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't drink it again. There's no point. But actually, give it a shot. Right us. Tweet at us. Uh, Let us know what you uh, think it tastes like. It tastes like candy, uh, cotton candy. Yeah, I could taste a little bit of that too. Yeah. I could see that. So speaking of taste, we've got a, a good story here. So last episode, we did our podcast from Robercon, recorded live in front of an audience. I didn't listen to the sound quality, but I hear it's not very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that sat through that and, and is still listening to our show, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, what, what were your takeaways from Robercon overall? This is the whole event. Um, yeah, you know it's a great experience for our area. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to, you know, last year we were, we were pitted against the Avengers. <laughs> this year we were pitted against your stomach because we were, we were scheduled exactly at noon. Yeah. Yeah. So right at lunchtime. Well, um, and, and we had no descriptor, so like, we literally heard people wandering the halls going, what is this God mode yeah. engaged? <laughs> yeah, it's called engaged yeah. on, the, on the agenda. Uh, but, you know, other than that, it was great. I think I think it's great for Broome County. It's a cool event that gets people together. I think what they need to do, and I mean this as constructive criticism, this is the most hardcore nerd convention that I've been to. Like... It's very hardcore. Like, no, you've been to PAX East. But but what I'm saying is there's not really a mainstream appeal to Robocon. It's oh, like, no, no. like if you're there, yeah, you're, is, you're playing Dungeons you're right. and Dragons. This is very old school. Yeah. Like Star Wars. True fans. nerds. Yes. I mean, everybody in there is I, a true nerd. And, and I think, you know, that's that's kind of what I hope us being there. And I, I hope they will expand a little bit to try to get some more people there. Like... Like, have a gaming tournament, or like a... Yeah. Have a... I'm trying to think of something that's super, like, would, would just... I think that's what the event needs to grow. Like, it needs, yeah. like, some type of, like, mainstream appeal. Oh, yeah. Because 
I mean, for I think you know, if you're a hardcore nerd, it's great. Like people obviously yeah, got excited you know, all the cosplays and uh, you know stuff. People obviously love it and enjoy it. I would just like to see it, you know, something something more for kind of like the layman who's not so much into that culture, but something for them to go and be like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah, you know, that's the one thing I really like about um, this our show for Robocon is that Robocon. You know, it's not really a comics convention. It's not really an anime convention. It's not really. It's not really anything. Nerd. It's, it's just yeah. It's nerd just culture. general nerd yeah. culture. Yeah. Which video games oftentimes falls under. Yeah. Um, but there isn't really a game. There's tabletop games. There's a whole section of yeah. the building dedicated to tabletop. But it's games. just nice to have a, a show where all you know because usually fans of these things overlap. Yeah. You know, anime fans are oftentimes yeah. video yeah. game fans and vice versa. Um, well, we were talking about during the podcast. How you know? How why is it that if you like this one thing, you also like this other thing? Because everybody was saying that they're pro wrestling fans. Oh too. yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. these these interests just seem to overlap. Yeah. So it's it's cool that there's that we have one show where it's for everybody. It's yeah. for All those yeah. interests and you know they all collide. It, it's just cool because you know rather than just having to indulge in your one interest, you can go to one show and yeah. indulge in all of them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really like that. It's really unique, and I hope they keep that if the show keeps expanding. Shout out to everybody who came to our panel, especially the girl who came to our panel two years Twice. in a row. Twice. Two years in a the row. The only fan to achieve that so Thank far. you. Thank you. Two for two. So, right here's a good story for you. Right after the convention. Good friend of the show. Matt, myself, and my wife went to Craft in Binghamton. It's this little restaurant, and on the menu we saw an item called Death Wings, and... Excellent sliders, by the way. Excellent sliders. I I could not resist the challenge. If you can eat all 10 of these in 10 minutes, you get them for free. Basically, they're the hottest of hot. So we ordered the things. Now, did they give you the Scoville count on that? I'm really (laughs) curious to know what the Scoville count is. No, we should ask. But I tried these things, and I put the reaction video that Matt filmed on our Instagram account. I think Twitter, too. Because... Oh my god, I have never tasted or experienced such a thing in my whole life. For for literally longer than 24 hours, I was tasting these in my mouth. My tongue and my lips literally burned. Like it, it was some it was like an otherworldly experience. Like I have never <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I got to hand it to you because I signed the waiver but I didn't eat yeah. any. I we had none. to sign a waiver. We had to put on rubber gloves. Which were mostly for show. We, Actually, we the waiver. Think. I think the waiver was mostly for show. Yeah. But, and then it was a back door for them to for social use media. Your, your picture yeah. for their social media. Yeah. I think it was more that than yeah. anything else. Um, well, if you had a major stomach problem, I could see it actually causing <laughs> yeah, health problems. That's true. Um, yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, but I thought it was funny because I let Irma lick it. I let you bite into it. And then and by that I, time I gauged her reaction. You were done. And I was just like, no, I'm good. I Well, I am very sensitive to hot stuff. so You would not I, have. Yeah, once I saw you guys' reactions, I was like, okay, I better set this one up. If you do go there, though, hey, it's something to try, and, and it'll be an experience for you. That's what it's really about. More yeah. than anything. And if you can finish them, they'll give them to you for free. Well, they gave them to us for free anyway, yeah. just for trying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the big news of the week. So, a lot of Sony news came out this week, and I can't wait to get your take on this. And kind of it all of, some of this rolls together, some of it doesn't. First of all, 
Uh, Sean Layden of Sony is leaving the company. He's been the head of PlayStation basically this whole generation. And I, I think when, in retrospect, people will say he oversaw a very successful generation. Because oh, absolutely. they did, you know, gangbusters with the PS4. But this guy, I always hated this guy. When he was on stage at E3, he was that guy who, who represented that stiff, arrogant Sony. Yeah. So I'm not going to miss his his like public presence. presence. Yeah. But you got to hand it to the guy. He obviously oversaw a very successful well, era. For part of me season. wonders, like, why why now? Why is he leaving now? Well, did you read the next point? Um, no, I haven't yet. Let me skip ahead. But um, <clears throat> I do think... Uh, it's a good time for him to leave. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want a clean resume yeah. going into your next job. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot. And Sony stands, in my opinion, Sony stands to be the big loser next, yeah. next generation. Because yeah. Nintendo is just ferocious, as, as, you know, competition. Especially, They're hungry right now. Especially out east, you know, in Japan and stuff. N- Nintendo is just dominating Sony. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Xbox only appears to be stronger next yeah. generation in the West and maybe even also in the East. I mean, Game Pass. Yeah. Game Pass is absolutely brilliant. Uh, you know, so. Yeah, Stadia coming in. You know, I mean, unlike Apple unlike this generation, which kicked off with the Xbox One and Wii U yeah. to go against the PS4. Yeah. So PlayStation 4 basically won by default. Yeah. Heading into next generation, it's going to be much much harder yeah. for Sony. Well, it's funny that you say that because here's a couple here's a couple points to dovetail that. Another Sony executive went on record this week. This is a quote and admitted that the track record of the incumbent console winning the next generation is not great. Basically admitting <laughs> like yeah, uh, but here's here's the bigger part. Uh, I forget who it was that talked. I think it was Gizmodo to a bunch of developers and they said that there's been a power struggle happening within Sony and that's why Sean Layden is leaving. Pat, based, you know, we talked about it on this show over the past year but, and we were talking about why is Sony doing this? Why are they so quiet? Why aren't they marketing? Yeah. This or that. And we talked about, you know, Kaz Harai left. Uh, I think the CEO itself of Sony may have changed in the past year or two and uh, the developer, at least one developer said, uh, that they're extremely worried because they've never been this close to a console launch before from anybody, and they say they still know little to nothing. Yeah, like they're they're supposed to be developing for this thing, and Sony's not telling them anything. It is. It's gone into. A, so it's not. It's not just us. It's developers. That too. now that's scary. Yeah. Like I've been sitting here thinking, well, you know, Sony's building up. They're they're reloading. You know, they're gonna get ready. They're going to announce the PlayStation 5 and they're going to blow the doors off. Yeah. You know, like, we got this game, we got this game, we got this game. You know, they're going to basically show us everything they have for the entire generation. Yeah. And Sony is, you know... Prone to do. Prone to do. <laughs> uh, Killzone 3, 4, and 5. But, you know, it's it's been such a long time. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, it's just been such a long time since we've heard anything from Sony. Yeah. Like, they've just been complete radio science... And I just think it's such a mistake. Such a mistake. Yeah. Because their, their momentum is gone. Well, uh, momentum right. It, it, and this often happens in any industry or, or enterprise. You know, the, the leader becomes, uh, what's the word? Complacent. complacent. Yeah. But I don't even think it's complacency. I, like, I think they've switched their focus to next gen. But I just think the well, way they're going about it is just 
completely wrong. I, I, apparently, they're just super disorganized because the personalities have yeah. changed. And well, now that's even scary. Right. So I think that's the problem is they're trying to migrate to next gen, and they're they're doing it though without real leadership in place, yeah. or or perhaps new leadership and. You know, changing times, changing directives. I mean, I know we we the industry about itself is changing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've talked about this numerous times, but I mean, Sony's just going to face such a harder environment in the yeah. next generation. So to go this silent, I just think it's such a mistake. And they they've already sort of announced the PlayStation Five. Yeah, in a really so, odd way. Yeah. So when they when they actually announce it, people are going to be like, oh, okay. You know, like well, yeah, that's that console you know that you told us you, about. Well, you know what's funny too is. Uh, <clears throat> at a village board meeting this past week, actually, this has nothing to do with it, but it is related. <laughs> there, the there, there, no, it is. It's related. There's a law that you can't announce like a public hearing too far in advance because basically, if you announce it six months in advance, nobody's going to remember it when oh, the yeah. time comes. Yeah. I think that's what you're here with the PS5. They officially announced this thing and the specs way long ago, and then radio silence for. So all that, you know, that little blip of hype they got when they announced it, was yeah. long gone. I know. And nobody's talking about that. And then they're going to reveal it, and people are going to be like, oh, that's cool. But it's not going to excite them, because they already knew, like, A, they knew it existed. Yeah, they lost they all their momentum. But they, they already know, like, what's in it, you know. I mean, I guess the games, <clears throat> you know, it always comes down to the games. Yeah. And I guess they can blow it out with the games. Too. Yeah. But, you know, if somebody, somebody on Reset Era... You know, I was reading Reset Era, and somebody on there said, you know, Sony's only really got one single-player franchise that I care about at this point, and that yeah. was God of War. Yeah. Because, you know, Uncharted is... Overdone at this Sword point. dead. Yeah, and it's overdone. If they announce Uncharted <clears throat> 12 or whatever... Um, the mean, Last of Us 2 is going to come out, on. it's going to be yeah. one of the last PlayStation 4 games. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, they'll probably release a patch for PlayStation 4. Oh, sure. Um... But, you know, it's still going to be a PlayStation 4 game. In the same way that The yeah. Last of Us 1 was a, really yeah. a PlayStation 3 game. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know they've got... Um, but outside of that, yeah. I you mean, know, they've, they they've probably got Horizon 2. That would be yeah, one of their big games. Um, but that doesn't have quite the following that something like God of War or Uncharted or The Last yeah. of Us does. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, that's for sure. So, it's a really uncertain future for Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to have they're not going to have the stranglehold, the the de facto exclusives from Japan anymore no. because the, all those games Nintendo. are going to PC or Switch and, yeah. or both. Yeah. So or or Xbox even because Microsoft's over there writing checks to get trying to at least to get some of those games to the. So it's just going to be so much harder for Sony next generation. What do you think? So I kind of took the Sony also made two announcements this week. I kind of feel like these must have been like Sean Layden's like I'm writing my last rights here you know he's, yeah, like, yeah. he's like sending orders through like before he goes <laughs> out the door because they announced there were two like kind of like feel good announcements and Sony hasn't made any of these in forever yeah, so I think I think, really need to. I think Sean like literally in his last he, he's like alright we need to get this stuff done before <laughs> I go yeah. so he announced that PS4 crossplay is out of beta and now supports any game that developers want to make wow. it work for. So they were the ones that kept getting criticized for not being on board with Well, it, it. makes sense. You know, the reset of consoles coming. Yeah. Like, they want to make sure that they're yeah. safe. Because, you know, the reason they were against it was they were way in the lead. Yeah. So who cares? So it's out of beta now, and it's actually open to everybody. 
because uh, right now, as of now, only like three or four games had been allowed to support it. But now it's open to everybody. And I was hoping you could fill me in on this a little bit. So PlayStation Now has changed. They brought the price down to nine ninety nine a month. Wow. Um, I still don't understand what PlayStation Now is. I still I mean, don't get it. PlayStation Now is sort of their competitor to like XCloud or or Stadia. So you can you can stream PlayStation games yeah. to any device? Any device that yeah, supports PlayStation now. Which is a lot of them or a little of you know, it's your it's like a lot of TVs, but it, your computers. I, your, they only announced like five games. Though. Some of it's like Android devices, I it's, think. It it was like it was like God of War, yeah. uh, Red like Grand Theft Auto. Well, it was Grand Theft Auto Five. Originally it was sort of like their their backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it still is. I don't know exactly what's on there. I know they've started adding PlayStation 4 titles. I don't know. Yeah, that's what they did. They added God of War, GTA 5, a few other, you know, the big ones. The big ones, yeah. But only like five. Yeah. And like, I I heard that. Well, that's what I mean. I I heard this and I'm like, the fact that somebody like me who pays so... I, I literally read this news dozens of times a day, industry news... I still don't even understand a PlayStation. It seems like it's trying yeah. to be Game Pass. It's trying to be Stadia. It's trying to be like ten different you know, things, and I'm like, PlayStation Now sort of reminds me of like Siri on on Apple phones. In that PlayStation Now was out first, Siri was out first, yeah. way way ahead of anybody else before anyone else was doing this stuff. And then like that was it. Yeah. Like they're like, oh okay, you know, we we threw this thing out there, and it, you know, it, it's really Google bizarre Mark. to me because. Like, everybody's like, this is the future, this is the future. And yet, Apple and Sony, respectively, have just sort of, like, ignored it. Yeah. Like, they put it out first, which yeah. is brilliant, and then they just sort of, like, oh, okay, well, job done. Yeah. And everybody else, everybody else has just blown past them in this very important field. Yeah. And, like, I just don't understand how you can let that happen when, when it's, you know, it's tipped as the next big thing. You yeah. Know, the voice assistants are a big deal. The, the... Um, Which I've still never streaming. used a voice assistant, by the way. Yeah, I never really do either. I but. hate this Bixby button on my oh, Android. God. That's literally, Take it away. I'm not kidding you. I'm not, I'm, gonna kidding. Like, just, I'm not kidding you. The Bixby button is the reason I left Samsung. Yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> it's I, terrible. I couldn't. I like, no. But I heard on the new Samsungs they don't have the Bixby Thank button. Thank God. Um, where were we again? Oh, PlayStation Now. Uh, yeah, so it's just strange to me that they've allowed Game Pass to not just... If, go by, but if they, low by. If they do a full, like, xCloud, like, be able to stream your games to your PC, for yeah. example, that's interesting to me. Yeah, that's but what, well, that's what it is. Like, like I thought, like... And oh, you can download if it, I can If I can stream Death Stranding to my PC, I'll be there day one. You know, like... Well, yeah, but that's the thing, is, like, it doesn't include new titles right, day right. one. Right, Game Pass. Right. Which is, you know, to me, it's just, like, such a killer That's feature. what I mean, like... If the game if the game and the scope is limited, I'm not going to subscribe. Yeah, exactly, it's, it's, it's basically not. just all. If it was, hey, I'm buying my kid a PlayStation Four, and this is a good value, I'll just subscribe to PlayStation Now for him, and he's got plenty to do. My eight year old kid. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, a little bit off topic, but you know, now Sony has theirs, Microsoft has theirs, Google has theirs. But man, the one I'm really waiting for is Nintendo's, and they sort of have. Well, they kind of already got. They, they sort of have started it with yeah. the, the Nintendo Online. Yeah. But I want the real deal where like you pay one fee and you get all their games for the well, year. Well, remember they dabbled in that uh, 
pay a hundred dollars and you get two Switch games yeah, yeah, yeah. of your choice. Yeah. I feel like that was like testing the water. But I feel like they should they should, you know, a hundred dollars a year, and you can get, get all, all of our okay. games. Day one. I don't think they will because they're releasing so many. I know that's the problem. See with Microsoft, with Microsoft you get like four, maybe. Maybe four first-party yeah, titles Microsoft's a year. Also writing the check. For Nintendo's almost. Nintendo's putting out two games every month. But but well, three games next month. Yeah, right. At the end of this month, one every week. As, that's, what I, that's what I'm that. saying. Like, one every week for three weeks in a row. You have to Who charge like five hundred dollars. Um, which is just mind-boggling. And I, you know, I'm actually inter- I'm interested in all three titles. So like, it's just like, oh, damn. Somebody like, rolled their eyes in the audience last week when I mentioned Luigi's Mansion Three. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's literally rolled their eyes. Really? Somebody yeah. didn't like Luigi's yeah. Mansion. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of that, you use the term, you know, new stuff or things of the future or whatever. We're talking about PS5 and the transition to next gen. Gizmodo did reveal. That both the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Scarlet have 4K cameras built in, and that these are going to be central to the consoles. But the, the source said that Sony and Microsoft are going in very different directions with what they're doing with the camera. Well, it makes sense. So I really want to know what that is. But you know, it's, it makes sense, but it's also really funny because when you look at what the Scarlet is, yeah, it's the original Xbox One. The original one. The one that everyone freaked out oh, about. Oh, tech-wise? Well, yeah, or you and, mean concept Well, PlayStation 5 concept and Scarlet. Wise. They're yeah. going to be what the original Xbox yeah. One was. and But this time it's going to work. Yeah. Because, you know, essentially Microsoft was just too far in the future. They're ahead of their time. The, yeah, too far ahead of the time. Um, but this time people will accept it, which is just it's just too funny. To me. Well, we've already got the discless Xbox One Yeah, now. exactly. Oh. Uh, you know? And... It, Obviously, they're going to... Con- and Game Pass, you know... Yeah, Game all Pass digital. is to yeah, push yeah. you more into that all digital. And even to the point where you don't even own the game. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're getting that all digital, always online. You know, it's funny. Camera built it's in. It's funny because so, uh, so many people, especially if you read forums, they're against this... This, well, you don't own the game, and you, you yeah. it's always online, but this yeah, and that. They're like, oh, don't I'm going to go watch Netflix, Netflix and yeah, Hulu I'm gonna and Netflix. Disney Plus. I'm going to go hop on World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's always online. That's, you, don't you don't own the you, game. You don't own it once you stop paying your subscription. For uh, but what do you think they're going to do with these cameras? 4K is high-end camera. So, you know, the first thing I thought was, yeah. oh, God, are we getting Kinect 3.0? Well, well, see, this is why I bet they're going in VR, very different... VR, AR? This is why I bet they're going in very different di- directions, because Microsoft has had Kinect as, like, such a... They killed it this channel. Well, exactly. Absolutely killed exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, they, they they had it as... Like, they have more experience with the camera yeah. built-in yeah. aspect of the console, you know? like Yeah. So... I'm sure they're going to want to go in a different direction because, you know, it, it tanked this generation. Yeah. Well, and last. And Sony, they don't really have that experience. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're looking at Xbox They've got the One. PlayStation I or whatever it's called. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure they're That's looking a very at niche, what, what the Xbox One did and saying, okay, we don't want to do that. My first thought was, but, is, are one of these two doing what Facebook's doing, basically, and they want to build, like, social experiences using the camera? I just, yeah, I don't know. Like... You know, we, we've had it with the Connect, we've had it with the Eye. Nothing really ever came of either one, and they're doing it again. Yeah. Why? 
I don't know. That I, I'm intrigued by this idea. Is that, it is it for like AR and VR? And it stuff? could be. Like that's the only thing. It I could imagine. be. That's the only thing. Um, I We'll find out. But this came from a very reliable source, because which caught me off guard. They should know damn well by now that nobody wants to control their console with hand gestures. You know, it's much easier to move my thumbs than to move my internal Even arm. Even when, to this day, I still get stupid... Uh, I don't even have Kinect hooked up anymore. But I get these stupid pop-ups on my Xbox where it said, What did you say? And your really? Cortana questions what I'm saying and it, it takes you out of the game yeah. so I'm sitting there playing Apex or PUBG or something and Cortana pops up what the hell get out of here like I'm in a, <laughs> I'm in a giant battle and Cortana's oh, popping up so I don't know I'm I'm interested to see what they're yeah, doing yeah it must be like AR or VR that's the only thing I can imagine could be uh, I feel a little bit better about it if that's the case so Microsoft held a Surface event this week oh, announced Lord, like they ever. 10 products I I mean they just blew it out this to me this stuff to me, I don't even understand anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. Why do we need more tablets at this I, point? I feel like, yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm not really interested in the tablet one, but I am interested in the phone. The, Which the, the, the Surface Google Fold com- competitor? Yeah. The Samsung? Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you see it? I saw a picture of it. I mean, first of all, it's not really like a, a Samsung Fold competitor. It's just a flip. It's, it's too, it's, it, yeah. it really looks sort of like the old DS Lite. Yeah. I mean, it almost looks exactly like yeah. a DS Lite. Um, what the hell is the point? But it, it's so nice to me that they basically admitted, like, okay, technology isn't there yet for a foldable screen. Yeah. Like, you look at the Samsung Fold, it's it's trash. It's pure what? trash. I just don't get it. Is it so you can, like, do your work and watch porn on the other well, screen at the same the time? Well, point, <laughs> like, the, the point is, is, is so you can have a phone and a tablet watch at Ner- the same watch, time. Watch Naruto while you're texting your friends I mean I, I don't get it uh, yeah I guess I don't know either but <laughs> um, then the point is to have a phone and a tablet at the same time now the tablet one is a little bit interesting they announced like 10 new tablets yeah um, because did you see like the, the way the keyboard flipped from the back no so on the tablet which is 9 inches by the way which is a really strange size so this surface here is 12 inches okay and you know, using it for a laptop, it's kind of cramped, but yeah. it's still manageable. Yeah. But a nine-inch one—that's going to be really small. That's going to be really small. Yeah. I mean, a phone's um, what five, basically. Just yeah. Five six. Now the cool thing about the the—it's called the Surface uh, Neo. The tablet is the Surface Neo. The phone is the Surface Duo. But the Neo, its cool feature is is the backs of them are magnetic, so it's got this little keyboard that sticks to the back of the the tablet when it's closed and it's clam and then when you open it you can swing the keyboard around and lay it on top and when you do that the bottom screen recognizes that the keyboard is on it and that the the remaining part of the screen at the top transforms into like sort of like your F keys yeah so uh, you know, the, the top turns into the F keys, the bottom turns into, like, uh, the the trackpad. Like, if you slide the keyboard a little bit further up, the, the bottom will turn into a trackpad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then you can use the other screen as just a screen. Or, um, you know, you can you can fold the screens over and then you can have one facing each yeah. direction. Yeah, you can just do all sorts of stuff with it. It's I really just, neat. I, I don't see the need for any of it because, like, so I stream, and I have so I have uh, you know my desktop, 
And then I've, I've got a laptop open so I can see my chat on the right-hand side so I can see my viewers chatting. Yeah. Which is common, but a lot of streamers are going at three monitors, four monitors, five monitors. And I'm sitting there like, why? What? Right. What more? What more do I need? Like, do I need to be able to watch the newest episode of like Survivor up here while I'm playing Apex yeah. while my chat's going over here? I don't while know who's winning while I've Survivor. I've got my to dog on a security you know? cam over here, and like, I just, I, I don't. Like I said, I'll, I, a desktop and a phone is more than enough for me. Like, I, I really don't need that. Yeah, I mean, Matt must love the Mountain Dew Voodoo. He's going try. for more give of it during try. the episode. <laughs> But we haven't quite solved this case. Apparently, the Surface event was received pretty well. It seemed like people were quite excited by it. I guess it has its yeah, you know, place. Still. I thought the funniest thing was is I think the thing that excited people the most was the screen doesn't actually fold. Yeah, like it was an admission that hey, that technology isn't ready yet. Yeah, like here's where we're at. Yeah, safer and, route. Well, yeah, and it, it's just it's intelligent because now you get something that's nice and yeah. it actually functions. As opposed to, yeah, it looks sort of futuristic in a presentation, but yeah. when you get it, you break it with your fingernails. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So, you know. Well, do you remember when Samsung had the exploding phone? Yeah. Like, like a year or two ago? Yeah. <laughs> if you like, exploding in people's yeah. pockets. I mean, yeah. And so for Samsung to do this with the Fold, I think yeah. it's just so foolish on their part. Like, they're just, they're so desperate to be seen as like a Pioneer. innovator. Yeah. yeah. But it's like at the same time, you you, you got to deliver. Yeah. Like you can't just yeah. throw this thing out there right. and then have it be pure garbage like this. Yeah. Have people still care. So, you know, we've talked a lot about the, the microtransaction debate on this show. People complaining about microtransactions and cosmetics and. The flavor is Samsung. <laughs> so, Rocket League introduced a new system this week. And all I have to say is this is what you get, people. This is what you get. And I can't believe that people are handling this as a great... Oh, my God, look at this. So Rocket League... Oh, God, I'm scared. Rocket League removed loot boxes, right? So the whole the whole criticism of loot boxes is, well, you, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. You, you can buy something and you don't know what you're getting. Like, so a, like, the, a, pack of, like a pack of baseball cards yes. or, or trading cards. Yes. That's been the criticism. It's not transparent. So on and so forth. So Rocket League has has replied by saying, okay, we'll be transparent. And people are happy about this. There's a new blueprint system. So after you finish a match, or whatever, level up, whatever, you get these things called blueprints now, which are basically the ability to get an item if you pay for it. So it'll say, you unlocked, you know, uh, purple flames for your car. And if you want them, you got to pay 99 cents. So instead of opening a loot box and having to hope that you get your item, yeah. now you just got to straight up pay for it. Yeah. And th- this is what I said. Th- this is what you get because, sure, it's transparent. Yeah. You don't have to worry. You don't have to sit there and open 50 loot boxes and buy loot boxes hoping that you get your skin, which I get it. You might never get your skin that you want. You'll feel... But... You're going to pay more under this system. Sure, it's more transparent, but you're going to pay more. Yeah, you know, I guess... I've never paid for a damn loot box in my life. If you don't get the skin, you don't get the skin. Exactly. Too bad. It's it's never been a thing for me. It'll help some. It'll hurt others. Um, You know... It hurts me. Because it's a lottery system. It used to... Or, I mean, it used to be a lottery system. Yeah. And now it's moving to a not lottery system. 
And in that sense, because before how they would do it is, okay, we'll give out, you know, three of this skin or five of this skin per every thousand or ten thousand or whatever. whatever loot boxes. Now they know like, hey, this person can just buy this skin. And you're right, they're gonna they're gonna raise the price because if you can skip straight to just buying this skin, yeah, then you know Apex Apex has loot boxes, but they've also got a direct purchase store. So that, that changes every week. There's new skins in there that you can directly purchase. The better skins, the high end skins, are twenty dollars. Yeah. Twenty dollars for one skin. Yeah, that to I mean, me is I'm nuts. never gonna buy skins. So me neither. It, it, it means and nothing. I'm never gonna buy loot boxes, and that's what I don't get. People like go on and on. Oh, I'm being ripped off. I'm being ripped off. Yeah. Stop buying a damn. But if you things. buy a twenty dollars skin, like yeah, like cur- sure, curse you. I, I, right, <laughs> I, I understand. Like remember when we used to laugh at the five dollar armor for in um, Elder Scrolls. No. The five dollar horse armor when the Xbox oh, yeah, 360 yeah, yeah, first yeah, launched, yeah, and now we're up to twenty dollars skins. Yeah, I mean, the whole game, a whole game costs sixty dollars. Exactly, and you're gonna buy one you're, skin you're for twenty. You're paying one third of the entire game's price just to get make your one character skin. look like a pig or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I, to me, I yeah, I get it. This is more transparent, you know. So on one hand, I, you know, I guess if you're concerned about the gambling angle of loot boxes, this eliminates that. But to me, as somebody who's never paid a cent for loot boxes, this is a rip. This is no way. I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not. And I, I wouldn't stop me from playing Rocket League because I play games that I like to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't affect me from that standpoint. Yeah, it does affect me. But me, I don't care about it. I'm not going to get skins anymore because there's no way I'm paying. I'm not paying for it. Yeah. I've never, I'd rather take my risk what I can get cared. for free. Never cared about skins, so it's never going to affect me. Yeah. So, I finished Ninja's book, and somebody had submitted a question about this book this past week. This is what I'll say about it. It's pretty well, pretty well written. Um, it's not bad. It's cool to read a book about gaming, I think, because, I don't know, growing up for us, it was like taboo almost. You didn't know if you could talk about it in front yeah. of certain people. Yeah. So, to see it come like so, we've got, a book, we've got books now about, you know, this stuff. That's cool. I think... So, you know, if you're a big fan of Ninja or something, you know, it's probably worth picking up and reading. And But my initial instinct was right. Almost almost everything in that book, you can get on YouTube for free. Just search how to build a PC, how to get better at competitive games, how to... You know, whatever it may be. You're going to get the same advice for free on YouTube. There's really not much yeah. special in the book because it's from ninja like if you're a fan of his there's some things that he will say this is what i personally do which you may find interesting other than that just search youtube and it's free i mean yeah you know how you said it, it was taboo that just a quick reference on that you, you just reminded me of a a thing in in middle school i had a, like a pokemon notebook yeah it was just at the start of the pokemon craze and i remember somebody was sitting in front of me and they turned around and they saw my Pokemon notebook, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, Poke, you know, like whatever Pokemon was on it, you know." I was like, "Oh, yes, thank God, like, yeah. somebody, I can, didn't call somebody me I can name. talk to, yeah, yeah, somebody I can talk to about Pokemon." Um, I mean, even at work to this day, you know, in front of certain people, like when I'll, I'll be talking to somebody about it, we have a bunch of gamers that work at my store, you know, and sometimes we'll be talking about it, we'll be getting excited or worked up about something, you know, and I'll look over and there'll be two other employees in the farm just like looking at us, like. 
What's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I'm way over that. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm 32 years exactly. old. Like, think what you want. I don't yeah, care. I'm gonna go home and you're gonna cease to exist. So. Yeah. So, I really wish that you got to see Joker. Maybe we can get your take on it next week. Yeah. I don't know because are you afraid of spoilers? No. Because I, really, I really want to talk about. I'm just, I'm not actually that thrilled by this movie. Yeah. I like the concept of it yeah. where where you know you're everybody's like, well, I don't think it actually happened. I think it was just in his head. I, I like that. I love that stuff. I'm a sucker for that story. People, like, every single time. Okay, spoilers for Joker for the next, let's say, ten minutes. People are projecting they don't know if it actually happened because this movie shit. <laughs> this... <laughs> okay, so here's my take on it. Joaquin Phoenix, as an actor, did amazing. Very well acted. Well shot. Well written. Everything about the movie is quality. Yeah. So I don't want to take away from that. But there's literally no reason for this to even be a DC or a Joker movie. Zero. Yeah. Well, I'm Zero. sure that's how they landed. Zero. Joaquin Phoenix. This is, to me, this was like, it was like a 2019 version of Taxi Driver. Yeah. With Robert De Niro, well, who's did, also in Joker. And I, I, I've heard that from several places that they basically stolen scenes like yeah, shot for yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, from you know. And the fact that they cast Robert De Niro as yeah. a talk show host yeah. and this kind of is a nod to that. The problem, there's so many problems. Once you start to get into, because everybody's going, well, is this a Joker origin story? Because they kind of said it's that. Is this, um, because, you, know, you know, the Wayne family's in this. Bruce Wayne is in this. Thomas Wayne's in this. Martha Wayne's in this. Tom and Martha's death is in this. Again? It's in it. That should be off limits for at least like <laughs> 10 to 20 years. It's in it. Um, there is no way, zero, that this character, this Arthur Fleck, could become a Batman villain. Zero. I mean, if this movie was about an average Joe and he didn't become Joker, he became make up some other, yeah. any other, anything. Yeah. I think it would have been easier to swallow. But because the, it, it's just, this guy could not, once you see it, you'll understand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are, I've seen a lot of people say that it, it's a great critique of society, of modern society yeah. and that it sheds a lot of light on mental health issues and stuff like that. And, like, to me, this movie kind of wallowed in its own self-pity. See, and that's really why I have seen it. For two, two and a half hours. And it does... It's effective in doing so. But because it's mixed in with the DC, the Batman lore... Yeah, it's it's like it's trying to be three different things at one yeah. time. Cause like here you you're trying to tell a story about a guy suffering, literally as it comes to be revealed, brain damage. He's got brain damage is what is revealed. He's had brain damage since he's like five years old or something. So you're trying to tell a story where you're sympathetic with that, while at the same time that guy with brain damage is supposedly supposed to be the antithesis to Batman. Yeah. Which, it, it, they're not compatible. Yeah. I'm, it, you know, I'm a little surprised that in 2019, they're, they're, you know, 
basically saying the worst villain in our universe has brain damage. Yeah, which is, that's what I mean. Which is a really interesting message to send, you know, like, in, in an era where, you know, people with disabilities and stuff, you know, they're, they're trying to move away from being, you know, having the stigma of, Labeled. hey, they're dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Well, and it tries to turn it. I'm not saying they shouldn't have. But right. It's just interesting. It's a weird would, would line to walk. Yeah. And, and and in the end, you know, it, it the Joker is basically uplifted as a leader of a movement, it, which that's basically what the movie's about. It's you know this guy who's been beaten up by society and downtrodden, and he eventually revolts against society and starts a movement. So he's almost like the hero of the movie. Yes, in his own mind, he absolutely is. And yeah. Well, that's an interesting take to to show in the Joker's mind how he well, sees himself well, as well. Well, that's that's you know that's what a lot of people are questioning: is did this really happen? Is this his take of it in his own head? Because yeah. there's several. To me, there's there's no Joker origin. Like, you, you can't do a Joker. Well, and that's the other problem too. This Joker origin would put Joker at about sixty years old when Bruce Wayne reaches like twenty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's not compatible. There's, there's, uh, I, I really don't know. I would have loved to have been in the writer's room when this movie was being put together and then pitched. Yeah. Because, like, there's so many, obviously it's been a success. It had a big opening. I think it got the biggest opening for a movie in October ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Again, like I think million. a nod to just the strength of the character itself. Yeah, absolutely. And and Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Even is really even good. in the light of um there was a lot of fear yeah. about going Violence. to see this. Yeah. You know, and even in the light of that, it still broke the records yeah. and stuff. And so yeah, that, that that really does speak to the strength yeah. of the character. Well the movie moves really, really slow too. Yeah, you know really that, slow. That's really why I haven't gone to see this movie is A, I know it's gonna move slow. B, I know it's like it's just a sad story. It is. About a guy that gets beat down and then strikes back at society. And you know, that, that's just so dark and But he basically strikes like, back oh, in the last that. ten minutes of a two and a half hour movie. It's yeah. like two and a half hours of him getting beat up by everybody yeah. and then all of a sudden he snaps and there are there are there's several scenes that are very brutal which is interesting for because it is kind of a I don't want to say superhero movie but kind of um, no this, this doesn't shy away from violence at all it so I mean I guess I'll say this about it. it it is a striking movie in a number of ways it does get you talking it does get you thinking but at the end of the day, as somebody I guess who cares about like the story of the comics and you know the lore, and again yeah. I I hate Joker origin stories at all. Yeah, neither cannot be a Joker. No, and, and that's what bothers me is Joker is best when because that's the whole thing. Batman is yeah. order. He's Joker like a, is chaos. Oh well, yeah, and, and the best. No thing matter the, how much you know money Batman has to invest, no matter how smart he is, he can't figure Joker out because he's just yeah. He's exactly. He's almost Joker. like a force of nature. Yes, like you, you can't really beat him. And this this gives him, with him this gives him an identity. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah, his exactly. own name. It, it, it gives him an origin story, which is that. Yeah, normally you fear Joker because he's a uh, he's like a force of nature. He can do seemingly yeah. anything and evade and all capture. I think the Dark Knight did a good and job. And this of that. is like 
Mm, yeah, Dark Knight did do a great yeah, job. Yeah, like every time he met somebody, he would give them a different origin. So yeah. I, I love yeah. that so much. And, and, you know, they in the comics, they actually Nobody had, could pin him down. In the comics, they actually had like a, a sort of Joker celebration where... But he still felt like a real man, too. Yeah, where everybody was trying to... Everybody was sharing stories about what they heard the Joker's yeah. origin was. Yeah. You know, everybody had wildly different origin yeah. stories. And I just love that. Yeah. Like, you know, like nobody knows, and yeah. everybody's got all these outlandish. Con- and I feel like if the Joker ever really did exist, yeah, it would almost be like the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, you know, like yeah. way bigger than life. Everyone's got a different story. Yeah, you know, this, that, and the other thing. So, so I guess, I guess to me, is it worth seeing? Yeah, it's worth seeing just because I mean you'll be able to talk to people about it. It is well made. Uh, but I, I, you know, Irma walked out and she's like, "I thought it was great," and like, oh, and I was like, "I can't stand it." Like, I, yeah, I hated everything about it. I mean, and going into that movie theater, you want to bet on that? But no, no, yeah, I, I thought like, especially me, because I was like bored. I was literally bored during the movie. I'm sitting here going, and I care about the comics yeah, and yeah. stuff, and I'm bored going, "Oh, geez, you know what's she thinking right now?" Like, you know, she's probably like, and, and she's like, like, "Yeah, she, yeah, that's what I thought." And she's like, "That was, that was a great movie," and like, she's like, "It really makes you feel sympathetic for the Joker." And my yeah. first response is, you're not supposed to be sympathetic for the Joker. He's a mass murderer, yeah, exactly. you know? Yeah, and it's just... But, you know, I don't know. On the flip side, maybe it's a very important message. Uh, because I do think there is, in society today, a very strong message of, well, I'm right, and therefore... I can do anything to anyone that I think is wrong. And it yeah. goes really for both sides. Yeah. Both sides oh, yeah. Are, both sides, like if you if you told that to either side, they both would say, oh, that's not true. That's yeah. not true. But it's so clearly right. Yeah. Um, you know, Don't say so clearly right because then it makes it sound like you're blaming one of the sides. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so clearly correct. So clearly correct. Um, so it's just a very important message, I think, that even even the villain, you know, you should find out why they are the way they are, yeah, and what troubles them, and maybe maybe then you can stop them from being. Yeah. I think that's the point of the movie is is you know don't just say they're the villain and you know the hell with them. Try and find out why. But it doesn't, villain. and see that's what. There's, I felt like there were so many mixed messages in this movie. And, and they may have done this on purpose to try to, like you're saying, Joker is never consistent. That's part yeah. of the character. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, I feel like if they're trying to tell a story to draw sympathy for people with mental health issues or you know people who've been through abuse, you would not take the movie in the direction that it goes. Yeah. Um, which is ultimately the person who was abused becoming... A murderer and cheering for the murder along the way. Everybody's oh, yeah. cheering him on as he murders everybody. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a little. I that's feel a little like scary. there's yeah, it, there's so many mixed, and maybe that's part of why it's, you know, some people think it's brilliant because it's, it's really turning everything on its head like the Joker does. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. For me, though, watching it, as a, as a movie, I was just kind of, like, bored with it. I was like, it's been doing the same thing for two hours now, up until the last ten minutes or so. And I, just got, I had something really good to say to wrap this up. I forgot what it was in the last 
30 seconds. I'm going to I'm gonna remember it later, and yeah, I'm going to regret yeah, it. Like but. 30 seconds after we're done talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the show ends, I'm like, oh, yeah, and then, and then Joker. Um, <laughs> I hate when that happens. There's only, one, there's only one scene that I laughed in the whole movie, which I, I thought would be a little funnier, more dark humor than it yeah. had. Well, you know, this is the DC Black label. Now, you know what's really funny is apparently um, whoever created this movie... I don't know, Todd Phillips. He's a director, at least. Um, now, he'd been begging Warner Brothers, begging him, begging him, let me make this movie, let me make this movie. And as he was pitching it to them, the whole Justice League debacle was unfolding. Like, the you know, was Ju- Justice League was bombing, you know? And here he is saying, no, 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 I want to make darker. I want to make an even darker movie. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's just amazing that it exists. And, and, I mean, it is. I will say that. It's amazing this movie exists. Yeah. And, and I, on top of that, DC, the, the suits at DC, they didn't want to put their name on it. John Joker? On Joker, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can see why. Because it's rated R. And they, they want to reposition DC as being like, when you see DC, you th- like sort of like Disney. Like when you see Disney, you okay, that's okay for kids. Yeah. You know, like I can buy this for my kid. Right. Well, they want the DC brand to be like that, yeah. too, where if you see DC on it, okay, I can buy this for my kid. Yeah. Um, so they didn't want it. <laughs> they didn't yeah. want This, this was movie. daring. I'll give them and that. And yet somehow it still happened, which is just such a miracle. Or maybe it just speaks to the incompetence at, at Warner <laughs> It got through somehow. You know, like somehow this still happened. So, I mean, in that sense. Well, and it it's is. Their, one of their biggest successes. Exactly. So. Exactly. So it's just a miracle. Maybe they'll take more risks. It's just such know. a miracle that it exists at all. Maybe we'll see Batman beating people to death in the next Batman. But now I'm hearing things like, oh, is, is this Joker connected to the upcoming Batman movie? Yeah, yeah. And it better well, not Well, see, that's what it I'm scared of, is that they started this with the understanding that, that this is a standalone, standalone movie. Yeah. And that alone is kind of weird. We're going to make a standalone you know, because Marvel has done one big cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do the standalone Joker movie. Well, that's kind of weird in and of itself. But now people are saying, well, Joaquin Phoenix was so good. you got to bring him back. Bring him back. But if you bring him back, he cannot play the same character. There's yeah. no way. This guy, If once you watch the movie, this person that he is cannot be a Batman villain. I mean, you know, and I'm not putting the person down. I'm just saying this fictional character... He's not very... Well, didn't somebody once say, like, oh, you never want to meet your superheroes, or, or your heroes. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they'll never live up. They don't live and up. maybe that was sort of part of the, the point of the movie. And that, like, that's hey, what I mean. Is... There, there are a lot of different intersecting, like, strokes of, wow, they went there. Yeah. and like, But at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah, I didn't want to see behind and this And one curtain. of the theories I heard was, every time he's the Joker, mm-hmm. that's in his head. It's Could pure, be. You know, like, every time you see him... That's him. And, you know, usually because every time you would see him, now I haven't seen the movie, keep in mind, but apparently every time you see him, life sucks. And every yeah, time yeah. you see the Joker, life's good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, every time you see the Joker, that, that's just in his head. Yeah. And, you know, like, so the reality is, is that Well, I mean, there's a lot sucks. of, there, there's definite, there's definitive proof within the movie. Like, it, they make a very blatant that there are things that happened during the movie that were only in his head and you can't tell so that makes you question everything yeah that, well okay well this stuff was definitely in his head but what else was in his head yeah. you don't know yeah. was this whole thing in his head? yeah yeah you don't know um it's it's something else i guess i i wouldn't watch it again i 
and that's not to say it's a bad movie. It just like like you said, it's a downer story for the yeah. most part. And you know, and for me, you know, the cost of going to see a movie now is like almost ten dollars. Well, and then you buy popcorn and a soda, yeah, yeah, and a pretzel, so and then you're up I, to fifty. You know, I've really. I'm I'm part of the generation that's gonna kill cinema. Well, they've got that movie pass now. It's only twenty bucks. Yeah, that's true. Um, It's Game Pass, but for movies. I like to wait for the movies to come out on like, you know, iTunes, and then they go on sale for nine ninety nine, and then I can own the movie for the same price as a movie ticket. You know, I generally don't. Sure, I miss out on the discussion. I don't watch movies at home anymore. Ever. If I don't see it in a theater, I'm never seeing it. It's just the way. I don't have time at home really. but yeah, let us know what you thought of Joker because I've, I've heard basically very different opinions on this movie. A lot of people are like, this is brilliant. This is the best movie in years. It's so cerebral and hard-hitting. And I've heard other people yeah. just like, this is pure trash. Don't go watch but it. But no, I'm very intrigued this because like, I love the idea. Of, uh, it is I've intriguing. Told you, I've told you a million times now. That I love anything where you have to wonder if it ever really yeah. happened at all. Yeah. Like, I'm just such a sucker for that story. Did you like Inception? Yeah. Yeah, because well, that's I, that, that concept. Inception was just a little too long. Yeah. But that was its only real... But fault. you love the and, concept. And the, and, yeah, and the ending was just... Well, the ending was maybe the whole thing never happened. Well, yeah, but the ending... I mean, in, in terms... Yeah, but up until that point, like, the final act... Yeah. ...was just a little too... I can't over, remember. ...over the top... They had to go like a dream within a dream within a dream. Yeah, within yeah, a yeah. Dream, I remember. Know? I do remember that part. And it was just that was a little too much. For me. <laughs> All right. So you ready for Godspeed stories? I'm really, I'm really. It's really bothering. But yeah, the me. spinning top at the end. That that was. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember what I was gonna say about Joker <laughs> right after this show ends. But all right, we ready for Godspeed stories? Yeah. You going first or am I going? I'll go first. So yeah. you're reading? Yeah. Okay. Three. Now do I got time? It does it matter anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Let's just go as fast as we can. Okay. Ready? Go. Con uh, Mobile and Mario Kart are out this week. Uh, you played Con Mobile. I played Mario Kart. What did you think of Con Mobile? Con Mobile is surprisingly good and funny story. I ordered a mobile controller God. finally. Oh God. And guess what happened? This is a great story. You want to connect? Uh, they disabled controllers. Oh, you can't play the game with controllers oh, anymore. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, it evens the play. You know, game. mobile gaming's dead to me. Well, I was thinking the opposite. I'm thinking, wow, this is getting pretty good. Oh, God. Did you like Mario Kart? No. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. I, I just can't do mobile gaming. I'm, I'm done. Showtime wants to run a fourth season of Twin Peaks. Did you ever watch Twin Peaks? Yes. Did you? Did yes. you watch the third season? No. Yeah. Don't do it. I barely made it into the second Don't season. do it. Uh, the first season was really good, though. Creepy as hell. Your turn. Uh, Alpha Dream, developer behind Mario and Luigi RPG series, is bankrupt. Did you ever play or and or like them? I love the original Mario and Luigi for Game Boy Advance. You know why they went bankrupt? Because they didn't make a mobile version. <laughs> Blizzard wants an Overwatch character in Smash. Do you think that we'll actually see that happen? I hope not. <laughs> um, Stranger Things Forward debuts tagline. We're not in Hawkins anymore. Um... Do you want to put a bet on Stranger Things 4 taking place in Hawkins? I hope so, because I really don't want to see them get too big with this universe. Yeah. The big criticism in Season 2 was when they went to New York City. Yeah. So I'm really scared that they're going to spend like, the entire Hawkins. thing in like Russia or something. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, former UFC champion Michael Bisping revealed that he fought for six years and won the championship while blind in one eye. This gives me so much hope. Did you see this clip where he popped his eye out no. live on a podcast? What? Yeah, he's live on a podcast. He's popped. Nobody noticed? No, for six years. Well, he had his eye still, but it wasn't functioning. Wow. So after he retired, he got the eye removed and got a prosthetic. Wow. Why didn't he? Oh, you know, because he was afraid people would take advantage of him? Well, I, I think, well, maybe that, definitely that. And then you can't wear a prosthetic while you're fighting. Oh, that's <laughs> Okay. Smashed in your head. Mixer reports 188% increase in total hours streamed on the platform last quarter, but a 13% decline in viewership even after Ninja joined. Mixer how should cried. Nintendo, or how should Microsoft <laughs> feel about these numbers? Uh... I would hate to see what the numbers looked like without Ninja. That'd be my first response. But it's it's interesting that you saw so many streamers jump over to Mixer after Ninja did, but viewership still Still dropped somehow. That that makes no sense. That's not a good good statistic. But we'll see. This is is a long term move for them, so we'll see how it turns out. Red Dead Redemption Two is coming to PC next month on both the Rockstar launcher. And Steam, can you say something to make everybody listening to this podcast know they should not buy this turd of a game? Uh, I think you just summed it up perfectly, <laughs> yeah. Don't buy Red Dead Redemption 2. Maybe 3. Uh, no. the, Walking, the Walking Dead renowned for or renewed for season 11 with Maggie returning. And the first trailer... I hope I got to read this video. <laughs> and the first trailer... Well, I didn't watch the trailer yet, but I heard it's bad. And the first trailer for the third Walking Dead show premieres. Um, did you... You obviously saw it. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell me about it. I feel like aside from the main Walking Dead show right now, all this other stuff that they're doing is really just teasers for the Rick Grimes movies, which is all anybody really wants. Yeah. Because yeah. they keep scattering these hints towards the movies yeah. and all these other shows. I feel like that's all they're really doing. Well, I feel like it's a, it's kind of the reverse, isn't it? Like they're they're hoping that because you want to see the movie, yeah, you can make you go shows. watch the show. Yes. And uh, Fear the Walking Dead, ironically enough, uh, the current season ended this past week, and there was massive backlash against it, because the last two seasons have been a disaster. Yeah. And then uh, they, spoilers for Fear the Walking Dead, for the one person in the world who's still watching it, (laughs) who must not be listening to this podcast, they, they wrote Morgan off the show after crossing him over onto Fear the Walking Dead. And they either killed him or they made it look like he died just so they could write him off the show, probably to get him in the Rick Grimes movies oh, because the Fear the Walking Dead show was going so terribly. Oh, God. So fans were just pissed because like, here you took out our character from a show that we did like, put him in a show that we didn't like, made us suffer through it, and <laughs> tossed him out. <laughs> so it's yeah. just been... Fear the Walking Dead needs well, to get canned. At least they did them the favor that you don't need to watch. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Why is anybody going to watch it now? You know, I except they liked, keep scattering these hints for the Rick Grimes movie. I actually liked Fear the Walking Dead when it first started. Season one was good. I liked it more than the the, the main. Season one was good. good. After um, that, it pretty much just because, declined. Because for me, the, the, the biggest issue I always had with the main show was that it was close enough to the comics that I sort of knew what was going to happen. 
but it wasn't the same as the comics. They kept making dumb changes. But yeah, it sort of pissed me off. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, ah, yeah. you know, like I, I, I wanted to see that thing from <laughs> the that's, comics. That's why everybody screen. says, you know, season ten premieres tonight. Actually, they said season nine is really the best season of the show because they finally just basically said to hell with the comics. We are they put a new showrunner in charge and we're gonna do our own thing and. You know, Rick's off the show now, which everybody was shocked that made the show better because yeah. they're basically just totally free of the comics, yeah. which are great. It's not it's not to say that the comics were leading the show in the wrong direction. It was more like the show couldn't figure out where to stay on the rails and where to break off. Yeah, and the only thing I really liked about Fear the Walking Dead was um, it covered the period of time. The actual outbreak. Yeah, which, yeah. Was, which was always a mystery Yeah, in both the comics and the... The, the main show, you know, they never show you what happened when it. But now the show's out. just another. But now it's just in the same territory yeah. as the regular Walking Dead, yeah. so there's no point in it. Right, right. Which is dumb. Um, and well, that's what's interesting about this third show. Yeah, because I've heard the third it's show is ten years past. The and it's about people that have only ever known. Yeah. The outbreak, which well, is an interesting idea. Yeah. Well, but civilization has kind of. They've got kids going to school and stuff, so they've never been outside. Like yeah. they're they're gated communities; they don't oh, know yeah. what it's like. Yeah, no, that is. And the good. show is going to take a group of kids out into the world for the first time. But see, they they should have these as like mini series. Like, yeah, they should be smart enough to know yeah. like this is a mini series. Yeah, like especially like Fear of the Walking Dead. That's a mini series. Yeah, we're because on five that, seasons that, in now. That period of time is very finite. If they had ended Fear the Walking Dead at season one, that would have been a great... Exactly. Good. Good stuff. would have been a great... Good stuff. ...contribution to the Walking Dead brand. Yeah. Instead, they just drag it on and on and on. This one, I could... The new show, I could see how it can continue on. Yeah, Because it's future. Because it's in the future. Um, But... And it is an interesting concept. Like, how would people that only know this lifestyle... Yeah. And not know, like, the full outside world. How would they deal with things? Yeah. Which is an interesting thought. Well, and that was was basically that final issue of the Walking Dead comics. It skipped ahead. Carl was, like, 40. And it presented that exact concept. You know, Carl, like, killed somebody else's zombie that they had as property. And that was the whole argument. He's like, no, this is not... So are they going to end Fear the Walking Dead, you think? Or? No. Really? No. They should, but are these they're going to milk at are least all one these more shows season on AMC? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Why don't they just... Well, rename? that's the thing. Somebody... I saw somebody do the math the other day. I think for 2020, I think it's like 48 weeks out of the 52 weeks in 2020. Yeah. There's going to be a Walking Dead show airing on that wow. channel. Yeah, they might as well. It's only like four it. weeks. They might as well just rename it the Walking Dead channel. Yeah, really. Um, and it's sad because you know AMC had Breaking Bad, which was an amazing yeah. show. There was a time when AMC was really putting out great stuff. Well, you know, on the on the one hand, I think it's ridiculous. Like, even I, as a huge Walking Dead, in fact, as we talk, there's a Walking Dead book sitting here right on the yeah. table, and I love that. I love just looking at it. Um, but even I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. Like, this is way too much. But I, on the other hand, I can't blame them because nobody has been smart enough to say, hey, you know, like, there's a huge demand for zombie stuff. And there is no Nobody else is making stuff. that. Yeah. Absolutely zero no zombie TV shows. Yeah. Outside of The Walking Dead. Yeah. How does that happen? Like, I, I just don't even understand. I mean, it would be hard to out Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. I think everybody yeah. would look at it and go, 
Well, I've already seen this. Yeah, this is a ripoff. This isn't. Mean, this isn't Rick. This isn't Dead, Michonne. The Walking Dead really is sort of like the pinnacle of zombie movies yeah. or zombie anything. Fiction. I mean, it is just perfected the, yeah. the genre. I don't know how you could possibly do it better. Yeah, I, I think it would just everything else just feel like a knockoff. At yeah, this point. I mean, I, I, aside from like the Zombieland movies, which have their own quirk. Yeah, their um, own take. Which I, I'm really. I hope that new movie's good, but I'm not sure it's gonna be. No, I I, I can't get there. I, I like Zombieland. Oh, one, first one's great. But looking at the second one, I'm like, okay, that's, you know, it, it sort of reminds me of like, um, oh, what are those games called? Uh, the Xbox Shimo. zombie games. <laughs> the what games? The Xbox zombie games. Uh, Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Thank you. It reminds me of that in that like the first game was really good. Yeah. And then it just, like, declined from there. Well, how many times can we do the same exact you know? thing? Um, so that's what's the zombie land. You know, like, they needed to get quirkier and quirkier yeah. and more zany. Yeah. And then after a while, it's just like, okay, this is just ridiculous. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I hope it's good. I Woody Harrelson, to me, is probably one of the funniest actors that there oh, is. Oh, absolutely, so. yeah. I, I, mean, might, I, I might watch it just I for him. I hold out a little bit of hope, but looking at the trailers, I'm just like, I, yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it. We'll uh, see. The first one's a classic. But yeah, it's amazing, because usually, I mean, if you think about it, every hit show ever yeah. on, on TV always spawns like a competitor on a different network. Yeah. Except for The Walking Dead. Like, yeah, I, I can't. that's true. I'm surprised Amazon or somebody hasn't Yeah, done, like, exactly. Like, let's find a zombie Because, you know, they went, thing. they're going after Game of Thrones with well, the Amazon, Lord of the Rings show. Amazon did try Zombieland as a TV show. Did it get canceled? Yeah, like after like one episode. It was, yeah, it was like it was so horrific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amazon does a did. lot of shows where they literally only release a few episodes. Yeah. And well, they like, used to have something called Pilot Season. Yeah, do, yeah. do you remember that? No. Um, they used to have something called Pilot Season where they released like five new TV shows at it all at once. But they're only the first episode. Only and then they would let you vote. Like, which oh, one do you God. want? It's like which the, one? It's like the Frito-Lay. Yeah. It was like <laughs> there were only three new flavors of chips and vote for which yeah. one you want so, us to keep. One lives, everyone else dies. And it was, it was always kind of hard because I usually like shows that always got canceled. All right. So I think that's it for the big 6-0. Um... Godspeed stories lasted longer, but that was good conversation. Yeah. So all in all, another great episode here at here at God Mode Unlocked you slash Engage. Say the Joker? No, it'll, it'll come out you in a drag pro- it out a few more. Seconds it'll come out in a profanity lace rant <laughs> <laughs> after the stop button has been hit. So uh, big takeaways. I don't know about this Mountain Dew Voodoo stuff. It's terrible. Don't buy it. Oh, uh, we've got XL19 coming up soon. We've got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. Is there a PlayStation show? I think so. Death Stranding's not too far is, away. Is there another Nintendo Direct? I can't imagine. Modern Warfare is coming out soon. Lots of stuff coming up, guys. So we'll see you next week for episode 61. Hello, cells on tonight. <laughs>